Welcome back to Love Lindsay, a captivating podcast that delves into the rounds of things we've written in the past and embraces the sometimes cringy nostalgia that accompanies it. I am here today with someone that you guys have already met and love. We have Liz. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to be back. Me too. We talked about this moment the last time Mm -hmm. we podcasted together. Yeah, the last time we recorded an episode, I was still doing like less than an hour for episodes. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and now I do full hour. Yeah, that was the one that bridged bridged you to it. Yep, because we just kept going and I was like, this is not as bad as I thought it would be. Right. You just kind of like get into a groove, I feel like. Yeah. So tell us what you've been up to since we recorded last. Last time your episode was about being a traveling nurse and a bartender and writing about tarot. Tarot. Yeah. So what have you been up to since then? Ooh. Well, I think I was also doing the yoga stuff at that point, hosting it weekly on Wednesdays. So... I feel like my mouth is so I have this mint in and it's <laughs> I'm like I feel like I'm like gonna drool. So yeah, I'm kinda gonna drool <laughs> to the Flint's mints. I need to try those mints. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about Flint's mints. This is not brought to you by or anything. It makes your mouth water so much. So it's got many different uses and benefits. Yes. Yeah. One of which being um, when your mouth gets dry from talking too much. Mm-hmm. I just need it to be over with, though. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Good job. Okay. Whew, I feel better now. Yeah. Anyways, what have I been up to? Mm-hmm. So no more Wednesday night yogas. For um, now. For now. We're going to wait until the weather gets a little bit nicer. I feel like in the winter, people just want to be cozy in their own homes. Like, they don't want to be in some girl's garage, like, trying to stretch out and be warm at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I would, but. Yeah. It is busy. It just, this time of year is just so busy. Mm -hmm. So, I decided to shift my focus elsewhere. Um, I have decided to start reselling like vintage clothing Mm -hmm. and curating these cute little collections. Um, I think what the platform is actually going to look like is still kind of morphing into a final product. So I don't want to speak on anything too soon. Okay. But I have some really fun plans in the works for that. Nice. So you're not going to have a link for us yet. No link yet. Okay. But I'm hoping that by the time I get back from my honeymoon, I will have a link available okay, to cool. be shared. Yeah, we'll have to do another recording and then share the link with that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, otherwise, I just accepted a nursing job here at our local hospital. So I'm going to be working there in the near future which I think we touched on last time. I was like, I'm not sure if I ever will go back to a hospital setting. So it's just, it's interesting to see how things have played out from what I was thinking then. Yeah. So no longer bartending and I'm going to be starting at the hospital. When do you start? The 22nd of January. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. That's so soon. Mm -hmm. And you can just go in whenever Is it like a remote job? No, it'll be like a bedside nursing position like I was doing before. Okay. Um, I just will not be full time. Okay. But I will have the ability to pick up open shifts if I want to work more days in a week. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a lot of good flexibility with that, which I am excited for. That is the one thing about nursing that was so nice and convenient when I was doing it before. Yeah. Do you know like what department you're in? Are you just like floating around everywhere? I'm going to be on the same floor that I started my nursing career. Ooh. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going back to like home base. What area is that? 
Um, so it's one of the cardiovascular okay. ICU step-down intermediate floors. Okay. Ooh, I hope I'm never in there. Yeah, don't ever come to see me at work. No. But of course, if I had to, I'm in good hands. As you guys know, listening to the podcast, I have really bad cardiophobia. So, like, I can't even, like, it's hard for me to even talk about heart problems or heart issues. I can't listen to, like, heart monitors. But, like, one of the things my therapist tells me to do is to imagine how... If I did need a hospital about how all those like nice, friendly, educated people are there to help me. And that's the important part. And so I'll just imagine you when I think about it. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. And now that you know me and we're such good friends, you know, I'm always a phone call or a text away if, yeah, you know, if there's ever anything. True. It's so funny. Um, Sometimes nurses, I feel like, will complain, like, oh, my family always asks me this or that, or they always call me with these medical questions because I'm a nurse. Um, But I find it so wholesome, and I feel honored that people trust me enough that they would, like, call to ask for my opinion. Yeah. Like, and I just think that that... It's so wholesome. Like my father-in-law, when he's not feeling well, he'll ask my mother-in-law, well, just call Elizabeth. Yeah. And I think that's the sweetest thing. That is really sweet. And it shows how you still have energy and excitement and passion for this job. Because if you were just so burnt out, you wouldn't want to give advice to anyone or even talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I think it shows you're ready. I think so, too. And I think it was a really necessary progression of shifting um, from bedside nursing to the cath lab to travel nursing and camp nurse. That was so fun. And I'm going to actually do that again this year. Good. Yeah. This job that I just accepted will allow me to be able to do that in the summer. Was that at Interlochen? Yeah. So you were with, like, artsy kids. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the creatives and... All of that. So I'm that's so cute. It's very much like Camp Crystal Lake, like um, horror movie. Working yes. at a camp during the summer. Yes. Yeah. Do you ever think about it that way? Sometimes. I yeah. Because I work the later shift, so yeah. I don't leave until it's dark out, and you're like walking through the woods and Ooh. stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm, this is spooky. I love that. <laughs> that's so cool. Yes, I absolutely loved working there last summer and it just it's so fun like it's camp like yeah the good the bad and the ugly yeah it's all beautiful in the end mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. i'm excited for you about that yeah so we did a vision board class yeah let's talk about that yeah. that was really cool tell me about that um, so we have been going to this, it's called Secondhand Social Club here in town and they've got like arts and craft night and it's like mostly women that go. It's really cool. Like we went to a solstice yoga night for winter solstice and um, we journaled while we were there. I went to like a terrarium workshop and made like a Christmas theme like terrarium with our friend Fran and then... Um, like a week ago or so, we went to a vision board workshop, which was so cool. I love making vision boards and doing like manifesting at the beginning of the new year. Um, and it just kind of tied in really nice with that. We got there and we um, they were making like mocktails and they had tons and tons of magazines a lot of vintage Playboys, which was yes. ended up being like our favorite to cut stuff from. <laughs> um, and then we all had our own little like um, cardboard sheet thing. And then we cut out stuff and I got in trouble. Well, not really trouble, but like I was cutting out what I wanted from each page and then crumpling the rest of the paper. And I was making a pile of garbage below my chair. And then I asked the girl that was like running, I'm like, um, do you have like a garbage can? But I'm like looking around when I'm asking this and I'm realizing no one else has a pile of garbage. And I'm like, 
how is this, how am I the only one making? And then she was like, you can just leave the rest of the page <laughs> and like not crumple it up and like leave it for other people to cut stuff out of. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. I didn't even think about that. Like I felt so like not being like earth friendly. Oh, like <laughs> you were totally fine. <laughs> I know, but it was just like <laughs> brought me back to like, cause that, that's like me as like a student in an art class, like always doing the thing you're not supposed to be doing. And so like to, that was just very Lindsay Loomis esque to have like a pile of garbage beneath my chair <laughs> when like every other girl is like so neat and clean and like, Oh gosh, no, um, I didn't see it like that at no, all. Yeah. To, so to hear that that was like your perception <laughs> of how that played out. I'm so used to that though. Cause that's just like how it always is for me when I'm at stuff like right. that. But well, I just, for me, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, Lindsay is being so polite and considerate and such a good student, oh. like asking what she should do with her garbage. Yeah. And then that girl like came over. And when she said that to you, I was like, oh, she could have said it in a little bit of a nicer way that wouldn't make Lindsay feel so bad. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't think that you were like, doing who, anything wrong who or wants different. my scraps like who would want that page after I cut something up but you never know so then yeah. I'm like for the rest of the time I'm like shoving little scraps of paper and stuff back in because apparently <laughs> we were not throwing anything away dude I don't even understand uh, yeah <laughs> I think that they should have had like a little table trash because yeah. there are some scraps that like you need to throw away obviously yeah so. <laughs> I was after that I was like um we're keeping every little thing anyway I don't want that to be like the focus of what this was like yeah because the overall night was absolutely amazing it was great the vibes were immaculate it was so fun it was all women we saw our friend Carly there that um, did booty with us with Sienna when Sienna was still teaching here. So it was fun to see her and the and mocktails Fran. were good. And our friend Fran was there whom has been on the podcast. So um, it was really cool. And yeah, we should talk about what we put on there. Yeah, absolutely. So when we were like sitting down doing our vision boards all together, I thought it was hilarious how intense all three of us were being. Like not even talking. We were honed in, not a sound. It had like been 30 minutes and we, I looked up and I don't think any of us had said a single word in that mm -hmm. entire 30 minutes. Yeah. It was hilarious to me, but we were all having such a good time. We were just like vibing together. Yeah. And it was so fun. But I am curious, you assembled your vision board so fast like your entire page was filled and I had like three things that I had cut out yeah so far so I must know your method like what is I what just, is your method if I see something I like I take it and you just like burrow it off to the side or yeah. do you immediately glue it down no I didn't immediately glue it down I just um I waited until I had enough to fill the whole thing but I wasn't being like extremely picky about what I saw because I have many things and many different areas of life that I, I'm thinking about for this year that I'm trying to manifest. So there were just so many things that spoke to me. Yeah. So you kind of came in with like a plan like, okay, I'm this board is for this year. Like yeah. It's a New Year's like 2024 manifestation board. Yeah. Yeah. And when we were at the Solstice Yoga Night, I filled up, like, three pages of things that I want, like, a different thing on each line. Okay. So there was a lot. So I had that in mind. So I think I noticed that, like, a lot of the other women, when they were showing what their board was, it was, like, one thing they yes. were manifesting. Did you yes, notice that? I noticed that as well. It was, like, just one thing or one part of their life. And I'm like, whoa, mine is, like, a little bit of everything. Yes. So I think that's why I was able to fill mine so much. And I'm not... Like, I like aesthetic pleasing things, but I'm also like a pack rat. And I, if I see something I like, like I want it, I got it. Like, so that's just kind of like how I was with that thing too. Like if it spoke to me, I took it and I slapped it on there. Yeah. I also think that just that you've been doing 
vision boards and stuff for so much longer than I have because I just started getting into it. Yeah. Um, that it's like you're honed in. Yeah. You know, you're just like operating at a different level than me as a little beginner. Yeah. Well, as someone older too, like I am more sure of what I want and what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm like very, very sure of what I want and what my goals are. And that's something that comes with age. Yes. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. Between us because we have a little bit of an age gap Mm -hmm. and it is, it's so interesting. You make me like so excited for each new little phase that I get to go through because you handle everything with such grace. And I truly am inspired by you all the time. Life doesn't end like after you're like thirties, like life for me is just beginning. I'm finally able to live my life after being just like crippled by self-doubt and mental illness. And yeah, so mm-hmm. it's just the beginning. Yeah, it's like that trend that I've been seeing go around. Like I get to do this because the world didn't end when I was 17. Right. And that like life goes on and there are some really good parts. Yeah. And you just have to get there. I think it's also beautiful and inspiring and I just love having you in my life. Me too. Which we also said earlier before we got on that the last time I was on the podcast was one of the first times that we had actually spent together. Yeah. Like one-on-one. Yeah. Like outside of a bigger group. That's amazing to me. We have done so much and I feel like our friendship has really evolved over the last few months since I've been on the podcast. You can tell it was like meant to be because when we decide, like we both decided, like we just need to be hanging out. Like (laughs) we had been like in each other's orbit for like a year and we're like, we're just, we just need to be hanging out already. Like it's weird that we're not. And then we did. And then it's just like, it feels like we've been hanging out for like forever. I know. Yeah. It's super funny. It's like, um, it's like we have a soul tie. Like we were meant to find each other. Yeah. And I think, I truly think that that is something of a greater power in the universe that you will meet people when you're supposed to meet them. Yep. And I truly believe that. That's how I met my husband. Yeah. My husband and I were at the same small intimate backyard wedding three months before we actually met. That's so bizarre. And we just like... We've, our paths have come so close, but not quite. Yeah. It's not quite the right time. Were you guys at that wedding with different dates? Um, yes. Wow. Yes. I think we were. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Did you, like, remember seeing him? Were you like, oh, yeah, that hot guy? No. Okay. I went through, I went back to my friend Erica's Facebook page and like went through her wedding album at all the pictures to be like, I'm like, we just never cross paths. Yeah. Like, I don't ever remember seeing him. I remember meeting all these people that I'm like friends with now. Yeah. I recall meeting them that night. Yeah. I don't ever recall running into him. That's so weird. And I just think that it wasn't time yet. Yeah. Which was totally true because the person that I was at the wedding with was not a very good person for me. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the things that I think I needed to like cut those ties. I needed to like just be done. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Like once I decided like to free myself from that, the door to my husband opened. Yeah. And... You needed to make room for him. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, it's just crazy to see how things unfold. Yes. And yeah. See if you listen to that, ladies. If you want to find the right guy, try cutting out the toxic fuck boys in your life first. Yeah. Because you might need to clear room. Yes. I love looking at it that way. Yeah. I never actually visioned it that way. 
But now that you say it, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, because even if you think you're like, I'm being open, I'm looking for people, but I'm also kind of dating this person and this person, like, you might still need to, like, clear that energy. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I also think that there's a lot of power in just, like, trusting in yourself, too. Mm Mm-hmm to like stand on your own kind of a thing Mm -hmm. because it's almost like a crutch if you think about it. Yeah. But anyways, I feel like we kind of got off on a tangent. We were talking about, we love a tangent. We do love a good tangent. That was a good tangent. Yeah. We got some good life advice from this tangent. Mm Mm-hmm. I told Lindsay we might be a little unhinged today. We love an unhinged day. Yeah, Like that we need that. It's winter time. We're getting our stagnant shit out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're right. I love how I've been seeing that like trees and nature, like animals go into hibernation during the winter. Like the leaves fall off of the trees during winter. Like mm-hmm. why shouldn't it be the same for you? It should be. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so even though this time of the year is, like, really hard and it sucks, I think that it's kind of romantic. Yeah. you should, Amanda. Definitely, yes. (laughs) You should definitely listen to the episode that aired today because I talk all about how to get through the winter. And, yeah, there's, like, whole part where I talk about that before I talk about like pet loss and grief and stuff so so do you think that because we did are doing vision boards around the new year do you think that that sets you up to get through this dark season Mm -hmm. successfully yeah like even one of the things that I put on my vision board was um something that said springtime yeah um and I put stuff that was associated with, like, sun and um, being outside. So, absolutely, it'll get me through because I've got my goals. This time of year for me is always, like, I'm pounding the pavement. I'm, like, putting my head down and going forward. Like, I'm always, like, at the gym or at a workout class, like, every single day. I'm always getting all my steps in. I'm studying a lot, like, hours and hours a day. It's always, like... That's how this time of year is for me. Like, I'm just, like, really intense and intentional. Not a whole lot of, like, because I'm done with, like, doing the holidays and, like, having parties and stuff. And I won't be doing anything like that again until, like, my birthday. So I just kind of, I go, like, really intentional and I go, like, intense. And, yeah, I'm always, like, working really hard on, like, my physical and, like, mental health during this time of year. Yeah, and I love how introspective that is, Mm -hmm. you know, because not everybody has that self-awareness that, like, this is kind of, like, going with the seasons. Like, it's a season of life, and it's going to happen whether you do something else or not. It's just about how you handle it and how you prepare yourself for it, Mm -hmm. and I think that when you see this is what I journaled about so I feel like we need to dive into the yeah when you are always thinking about a yellow car Mm -hmm. all you'll see are yellow cars right everywhere you go right because it's at the forefront of your mind so it's not that there will magically be more yellow cars just because you're thinking about them Mm mm-hmm it will, there will be the same amount, whether you're thinking about them or not. Yeah. But if you're thinking about it, then you're going to notice it Mm -hmm. and that becomes your reality. Mm -hmm. So I think that that in itself is manifestation. Yeah. Like manifestation doesn't magically make something happen for you. Right. It opens your eyes and it opens those doors that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. Exactly. And so I think that in the things that you think, in the things that you write, in the things that you say, and the things that you do are all a way of manifesting and like yeah. changing your perspective. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting because if you go back to the episode when you had Sienna on, she had mentioned that she has a dark and spooky journal. Yeah. 
that sits in the corner of her room and that's where all her dark and spookies live. Yeah, so that she can have a safe place for it so it's not like infecting other shit. Yes. Yeah, it's so amazing. And it's the same idea. So like if she were to take those dark and spookies and sprinkle them into all of her other journals, think about them more, talk about them more, allow them to seep into other areas of her life. Yeah. That would become her reality. Right. Because that is what she's thinking about. Because she very much is like that too. Like she, it's hard to get her to like open up about something that she's bothered by. Mm-hmm. Or, or like if she's having a hard time, you won't know it. You won't even hear from her. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to put that bad energy yeah. into the universe. Yeah. It's very interesting when you think about it. And it's so... I've loved talking to her. I actually was messaging with her the other night and I was like, so I need to know about this little secret spooky book. Yeah. Did you cast a spell on it? Like, what do we, what do we do to keep it safe? Yeah. And she said that she basically just writes her intention in the front of the book. Uh Uh-huh. And it's usually something along the lines of not allowing it to have the power to manifest. That bitch is magical. She freaking said that. And I was like, I literally was just talking about how the things that you write and the things that you say and the things that you do have that power. Because when you allow them to be present in your mind Mm -hmm. and focus on them so much that you are writing them down, you are saying it, you are copying and pasting it onto our vision boards. Right. Like, it's just crazy the difference in your perspective. Mm Mm-hmm. On life by just paying attention. Yeah. Writing itself is like witchcraft in that way. It is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why I'm so drawn to it. Mm -hmm. And it's so it's, it's been really fun keeping up with the journal. So this is my journal right now. I love how shiny it is. Look how cute it is. Yeah. I always have to have a cute journal. This one I found for like $2 at an outlet store. And I was like, this is cute. cute. I held on to it for months before I busted it open. Okay, there we go. So I'm like almost done with it. Like this is how much I've written. Good job. And my very first date of writing in this book was October 18th. I think that was even before I was on the podcast. Maybe, or maybe not. Maybe. I think you were on it in September. Really? I think so, because I remember it was the very beginning of the semester. Oh. Yeah. You're probably right. I'm horrible with timelines. Me too. But I think that it's so cool, Um, and I've been so inspired by your podcast about, like, delving into your past selves. Mm Mm-hmm. I used to burn, bury, destroy anything I ever wrote, like filled up and wrote in. Yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want evidence of that because I find that I go to my journal Mm -hmm. when I'm sad. No, same. And I sometimes feel like it's toxic holding onto those things. And when I first came up with this idea, it was actually like 10 years ago. It was an idea I had for a blog where I would write, rewrite what I wrote in past diaries and stuff. And my therapist at the time was like, that's actually not a good idea because you're like delving into past like bad times and you're like ruminating on it. And so it took me like a full decade to get to this point where I'm doing it in a responsible way. Um, But I feel that same way, but because of how much I've grown. I can't just let myself get rid of these journals and diaries, but I know, I know a lot of people do destroy them afterwards. Yeah. The things that I do burn and stuff are like, I've got a pile of statistics, homework and notes that I have to burn. That's the kind of stuff that I burn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have burned so many textbooks. Yeah. And like homework assignments and stuff. I'm pretty sure I had a bonfire at the end of every year and it was all of my school crap. Do you remember at Sienna's Solstice party last year when I was like handing out chunks of math? Yes! Yeah. Oh my gosh! See, that was one of those times where like we were in each other's orbit. Yeah. That was such a good night. Mm-hmm. 
It was fun. That was fun. And you were handing out chunks of your textbooks. Yeah. Yep. That's hilarious. Because I was like, goodbye, algebra class. Yes. Good riddance. I know. And I remember just thinking like, this bitch is not fucking around. No. <laughs> and I brought that stuff too that like makes the fire change colors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That's very on key for who you are as a person. Yeah. You always come in like ready to go. I got the accessories. You're here for a good time. Yeah. I've got the stuff to theme it out. I like, do. yeah, I love it. So tell me about what you put on your, on your board. Do you remember? Ooh, yeah. So my sort of process is I would, whatever magazine sounded good, like I'm a really like outdoorsy kind of like nature lovey girl and I love traveling. Mm -hmm. So I was getting any sort of outdoorsy magazine. Um, I also love being a kept woman. Yeah. I actually forgot to wear my ring today because we're packing for our honeymoon. You actually take your ring off. That's so weird to me. I'm so responsible. But why do you take it off? Because there's a fat amount of money sitting on my finger. And I'm not going to be wearing it while I'm doing the dishes. Oh. Or, like, doing anything like that. Like, yeah. any sort of chore, any sort of, like, working with my I hands. Leave if my I'm mom. cleaning the house. Yeah. Like, I try to take it off at night. And the, but, but the problem is, I forget to put it back on. Yeah. So, I'm trying to be a responsible... Maybe you'll get more used to just like owner. leaving it on. Cause that's, I mean, it's supposed to be able to take yeah. everyday life. This is true. You're not wrong. Yeah. I just, I am sure I will get to that point. Yeah. I think you probably will. even now at how long have we, six months into mm -hmm. having it? Well, really I've had the ring for a year and a half. The engagement, the engagement ring. Yeah. ring. Mm -hmm. So I've been wearing it for a year and a half. But it still is too new to me. And I'm like, oh, precious. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure I'll get, like, more comfortable with it. Yeah. As time When progresses. I first got mine, I would, like, take them off and, like, clean them and stuff. And mm -hmm. now it's hasn't been cleaned in, like, so long. <laughs> yeah, the last time. That's so funny. Yeah. I definitely get that way with jewelry. Mm -hmm. Like, when it's new, you're like, precious. Yeah. I remember how much I spent on you. <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. I know. I love your ring. It's so unique. Thank you. And you, you know how I feel about a unique ring. Yes. We had ours um, designed. Someone on Etsy designed it. And I like how this has, like, all the little, like, mm -hmm. dots and, like, grooves around it. And I, I wanted to have, like, a garnet that's his birthstone. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Anyway, we're getting off track again. We are. Let's go we back to this your would happen. Vision board. Vision, vision board, board. Vision board. Vision board. Anyways, AJ and I are leaving on our honeymoon on Friday. Mm -hmm. So we are going to Telluride, Colorado, doing some snowboarding. So in my Playboys, um, mom and dad, this is where you stop listening. <laughs> in the Playboy magazines. Um, I was finding all of these amazing topless women out skiing yeah. in the mountains. And yeah. I was like, leave it to Playboy to have like amazing pictures of women enjoying the yeah. snow without a shirt on. I know. I was yeah. like, you're coming home with me. Yeah. I got home and AJ was like, let me see your vision board. And so I show it to him and he's like, Elizabeth. There's like five sets of tits on here. <laughs> Damn strippers. Hell yeah. We all had boobies on our vision We board. all had boobies. We had the whole stack of Playboys. Mm -hmm. They were the best ones. They were. Yeah. I agree. And I think that that's also symbolic into like leaning into our feminine relationships and stuff this year. Not in like a sexual way, but yeah. just like I had on there. Girl, what did it say? Shoot. We're going to have to... Do you have a picture of it? I think so. We have to look. Because I think you took a picture. But it was something along the lines of girls. Girls love other... Girls love each other. 
or something, something like that. Something like that. Let's go back in my... Anyways, because I just feel like all of my, like, girl relationships have really blossomed. And I just foresee them growing even more this year. So I have that on there. I just see girls, others. Oh, yeah. Because it's covered up. Yeah. Something about girls. Loving girls. And I like how yours said sex and when you become a millionaire. <laughs> and bad weather doesn't last forever. Did you see under the sex one? Oh, you, it probably doesn't say. In this little box in the red writing, it says only if it's bloody delicious or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're giving some salt burn. Yes. Some salt burn. That song and the ending scene just plays in my head. Like yeah. AJ came walking out of the bedroom this morning naked. Yeah. And I was like, it's giving salt burn. Yeah. And that little song's just like going off. Did he like that movie? Yeah. Yeah. We both. I feel like the trailer didn't really prepare you. No. For the plot. Yeah. That's why it made it. That's why it was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was surprised. It went in a direction I didn't think it was going to go. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mad about any of it. Yeah. I think that it's one of those shows where it's like, it's a little bit cheesy. However, it's brilliant. Yeah, this guy was like playing them all along. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really an art form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Me too. I thought it was great. Let me see. What was on your vision board? You had like... You were started going over things. I like did. You had so much that you were pasting things over things that you've already pasted. Mine said, I had something on it that said, don't miss out. Because I want to just oh. be all about like seizing the moment. And then it said world tour. Because I also believe that like your vision board for the year doesn't mean that all that stuff comes true that year. It might come true like a year or two after that. So I want to be into like manifesting, like traveling the world. So I put that on there. I had on there securing the bag, like getting your money. Um, something about when I kiss my man, cause I am all about being romantic and hot with my hubby. Um, I had on there evolutionary, um, focus on excellence. And I also always want to embrace the snow in the winter living in Northern Michigan. Yes. So it said snow job on there instead of blue job. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that you go beyond like 2024 as well. Yeah. Cause I think it's important to like have goals and know that you can't have them all at once. You have to yeah. kind of pace yourself. You have to start sowing the seeds now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that in a world with so much like instant gratification and everything being so accessible, forcing yourself to wait for something that you want is like so hard to do. Yeah. Because everyone's like all about that instant gratification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I actually have been off of social media for what is it now? Two full weeks. Yeah. That's so incredible. I know. I feel amazing. I bet you feel like you're just like living your own life. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was going to be so hard and so weird and I was going to be so bored. But honestly, every time I was like getting on it, I would end up like pissed off yeah. or feeling bad about myself yeah. just because the natural like comparison game, everybody just shows the best part of their day. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like, Oh, here's my transparency, my income transparency. And they're like making $50,000 a month as Jeez. a content creator. Yeah. And you're just like, man, like, I could do that. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of like, you want it now. Like you don't want to work for a super long time. You yeah. Wanna like, 
Because everybody, I don't know, I feel like everything gets flaunted on the internet. Yeah, because the social media is the highlight reel. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So, I don't know. I just, like, I love social media, but I also hate it so much. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely, I like going on, and I like seeing people's content that they create. Mm -hmm. Like, it is a creative platform. Right. And... You get some good stuff, mm-hmm. but then it's all like the bullshit that's mixed in with it that I am like, I could live without that. I definitely think it's a good idea to take breaks. Absolutely. And I love being able to promote yourself on social media, but yes. as far as just like letting it take up your time, no, I'm not all about that. Right. Like I've had my years like 2021 was a year for me that reminds me of like how much I used to just scroll through like TikTok and stuff. Yeah. I love to like make my content, post it, and then get off. Yes. And that's something that the girl who hosted our vision board night said for the secondhand social page. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I don't really scroll on there. I just kind of like, I just run the page. Yeah. And I was like, That's kind of crazy to think about because Mm -hmm. there are people that just, they don't create any content. They just look at all the content. I know. And I'm like, but then there's a whole opposite side of that where there's people that create the content. They they don't look at it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's some willpower because it's designed to reel you in. It's designed to be extremely addictive. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, it is my goal to obtain that much self-control for now yeah apps are staying deleted off my phone and i'm happy about it well we love fucking we love a bitch with self-awareness and that's you so you are realizing like what you want to do and what you don't want to do and what you don't want to do right now is being on social media so how pissed are you that i'm eating this snack in the middle of the podcast totally do not care okay well you told me before we started that i had to eat Because it's been my goal to eat something before noon every day. You told me I had to eat this whole granola bar before we started. Well, I'm not going to stand there. I literally took a single bite. I will sit. Like, when I have, like, I want my friends to do something, I'll ask them once. And I'll tell them to do it. And if they still don't do it, I'm like, well, I'm not their mom. (laughs) So, you just, that's how you got to do it. See, and now I'm... That looks like a Fig Newton. It kind of is. Yum. That's a Fig bar. Yum. Yeah. Is it good? Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah, I love these things. They're a good purse snack. I had an amazing protein Pop-Tart this morning. Mm -hmm. Did you have any keto stuff on your vision board? I didn't because I feel like I've already like mastered it. Mm. Okay. I had a stuff on there though. That was like an ode to like making myself stronger. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to just keep working on like downsizing my body and then like making it stronger. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and get like more towards like my goal weight and all that. I didn't see a whole lot of stuff in there about that, like, spoke to that. So it wasn't on there. But let's see. There was something on there about. You had a lot of text on yours. Like, yours was a lot of, like, sayings, quotes, words. Yes. Where mine was a lot more pictures. Right. So do you think that, like, um, you're more of a word person than you are, like, a visual person? Absolutely. Um, Yeah, that's why I think I have this podcast is because I'm all about the power of writing something down. Um, But I'm also very visual, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But visual is just like, as far as vision boards, it's so open to interpretation. Yeah. And there's so much wiggle room. Whereas, like, if you have, like, the words, it's, like, more, like, honed in Mm -hmm. and, like, whittled down to exactly what you want, I guess. What would you tell somebody that has never made a vision board, but they want to? Like, what would you tell them? I would start off 
making one digitally these days because people just don't have magazines the way they used to. I used to be like a magazine whore. <laughs> I used to have a subscription to like every single magazine, mm -hmm. like design, like fashion, like everything. Um, and people just aren't like that anymore. So I would make mm -hmm. one digitally like on Canva yeah. or PixArt. I love using PixArt. And then I would just search up the ones that you want and then make that vision board and then make it be like your phone background. Yeah. Ooh, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. See, before we went to our class, I actually got on Pinterest and I looked up like inspiration for vision boards to kind of see like that's cool how other people had do it yeah like, had done it and figure out like kind of what I was true like I'm a very like I need to see something that inspires me and then it like bubbles from there yeah that's cool mm -hmm. I should have looked that up too but then I felt like if I had that idea of what I wanted it to look like, then I wouldn't grab what spoke to me. Right. And I love that approach too. And mm -hmm. it's so interesting to see like even just the approach to it. Like, yeah, you did it one way and I did it a totally different way. Yeah. But they both get the same job done. Yeah. And I think that is, that speaks to like the power of manifesting mm -hmm. because there are so many avenues in which to manifest things in your life, mm -hmm. but it's a matter of like taking the steps to do so and be mindful about it. Mm -hmm. And I just love how unique like everybody's journey is. And I am really happy to like get to be in your life. Same. This has been such a joy and a treat. And What's cool too is that we know that manifesting works. Like we know a lot of like famous people or rich people talk about the power of doing it and how they got to where they are because mm -hmm. of doing that. So yeah. the proof is there. It is. And it's so easy to just kind of like brush it off as like, oh yeah, that's just a load of shit like manifesting and thinking that it's like magic. But really it's what it is, is mm -hmm. it's you're actively changing your, your route. Yeah like subconsciously or yeah unconsciously not unconsciously sub yeah subconsciously I've literally like changed my whole life completely around in the last four years by manifesting yeah and I think you and I both manifested not only our like husbands <laughs> but our friendship too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it totally works yeah absolutely you are the kind of friend that like takes my thinking to a whole nother level and I'm here for it. Like yeah. when we get together, I feel like we don't even have to think about the conversation. The conversation just does what it needs to do. Oh yeah. And it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine having, not having a friendship that way. I know. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Well, I'm really excited to see what comes true on my vision board that we created. We'll have to do a podcast episode at the end of the year where we look back on our vision board. We should. Did you hang yours up in, the, in your house? Um, I've been trying to decide where in my room I want them. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. In the closet room. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yes. So I'm going to hang it up and just look at that and stay on the course. Eddie said that I should get a frame for it. I'm like, it's not all that. I mean, but how cool would it be to like each year put your new vision board in it? That's true. That'd be cool. That would be super cool. Mm-hmm. It's like art, honestly. I think I will work on making like a digital vision board for every month though. And like having a new one each month. I mm -hmm. love that idea. Yeah. I love that idea too. Do you ever use like pictures from your own life or writing from your own life in your vision boards for the future? I think I have used stuff like pulls from like my journal and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I like to use pictures where like I was happy. Yeah. Because I want that feeling again. Like I want that moment again. Yeah. Because it was beautiful. And I want to like, 
I'm like, if it happened once, we're going to manifest it again. Exactly. There are parts of life that I would like to repeat. Exactly. (laughs) That to me too is also, that's one of the joys that I do get from social media is how I'm documenting my highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting in like the best moments from Mm -hmm. the weekend or whatever. Yeah. And I think that that also is why it's so fun reading back on our, on the things that we've written in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you just, it kind of transports you back to like a different time, the good, the bad, the ugly and the cringy. Yeah. And it's really, it's really cool. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you introduced me to all of this. Yay. This little rabbit hole. It's been so fun. It has. I never would have thought. Me either. All my dreams are coming true. Well, I think we've done good talking for about an hour now. Um, Do you still want people to find you on social media? Do you want to? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm on social media right now. You can can tag my my page. Okay. I will do that. Like my page. I will do that. I will let people know where to find you. And do you have anything else you want to add? Just that I hope everybody feels inspired a little bit and that you set yourself up to have a great year. Yes. And that we're proof to show that if you want to make the best out of your life, there's nothing better than getting together with your girlfriends and yes. making a vision board and just talking things out and writing things out. And it's just magic. And we can do hard things. We can absolutely do hard things. Yes. All right. I will see you guys back here next Wednesday on another episode of Love, Love Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs>